Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Caroline, you should tell them about the newest thing that Bloody Happy Hour is doing. A Patreon. It's a Patreon. What is that? Um, that means you're basically like a VIP member and you get you get some perks. You maybe get like merch a little earlier. You get Or exclusive merch. Exclusive merch. You could get um first dibs on signing up for a live show you get episodes with no commercials you get our video because our video is no longer available on youtube it is only on patreon and the most important to me is you get videos of our live shows but also bonus episodes each month but if you're on a Patreon, you're VIP, you're going to get more. Because I always have a lot of details I want to go to. I can law explain. I might read a book. <laughs> this is also going to be the exclusive place that Dirty Chat is going to go to. In order to hear the full content, it's going to be Patreon. Where do they go again? Patreon.com slash bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. This is April. And this is Caroline. Turn up Tuesday, quickie day. Quickie edition. So we're going to give you what's the latest, what what are the headlines, what's in the news, or maybe touch uh, back on what some other stories. And we're, we're, and we're drinking while we're telling you this. And we we're are. drinking on National Beer Day. Yeah, it's National Beer Day today and Thursday. It's also National Beer yeah. Day. It's like two beer days in once. And for me, it's... Um, I actually got my beverage from this new liquor store that i found what's it called it's called riverbend wine and spirits and it is just on franklin avenue it's on franklin downtown downtown so we've, we've had to go to i've had to go to some weird oh, places same. to get alcohol because we have to come downtown and there just hasn't been one no so i googled today and i was like liquor store <clears throat> and it popped up and i was like is this some kind of ghetto play? Like, what is this? I, which is fine. But sometimes they just, you go to them and they're like closed down and not there. Yeah. So I came to this one and it, they opened like seven weeks ago. Super nice people. Ooh, it's real China nice. Spring. So if y'all are downtown, down here, go to Riverbend Wine and Spirits. This is not an ad, but if you do go there, you tell them that you heard about it from Bloody Happy Hour Podcast because then maybe we'll get some free stuff. You know what I'm saying? There we go. You know what I'm saying? So, Riverbend Wine and Spirits. Two. Is it T-O-O? Like it's the second location? It's just downtown location. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it, got it. Yep. What you got today? 
Well, we got a little bit of a uh, update on Taylor Shabizness. Shabizness. So, have they heard about her? Have we talked about her on the quickies. I know Patreon people have heard about her. So um, we might need to recap. Okay. Um, well, basically, she was. She just had her trial. She was sentenced, and she or she was found guilty. Um, she was pleading. She was found not criminally insane, so she was trying to go for the insane, uh, insane plea, I guess. Um, she killed her. It, she killed a guy named Shad Therion, and she was high on meth. She butchered him. She decapitated him. She dismembered him, and then after that, she sexually assaulted him. Mm. So he was dead. Then she decided to sexually assault him. And then cut off his penis. And then cut off his penis. And I think that, yeah, and and she, like, let his head drip. She had him on the edge of the bed, sawed off his head to where it fell in the bucket. And then she had his head and penis in a bucket. And then the guy's mom found it. Y'all, this is crazy. Plus, her name is Shabizness. Mm -mm. You should have known from there. But let me tell you. They brought her in for this sentencing, and it, the sentencing started about 30 minutes late. Like, the hearing started about 30 minutes late because apparently she she had – she it was late because of her, and they didn't give us a reason for the delay, but whenever she came into the courtroom, not only was she shackled, but she was wearing a spit hood – over her head. And if you don't want to spit it is, it looks like a big, like, neck warmer. Like, a, it was like a white neck warmer, but it would go over your mouth. But attached to it is this net. It looked like a beehive mask. And it tied, yes. <laughs> and it tied on top, so she had this top knot. And I thought, I d- you couldn't see the net at first. But then you could see it, because that was what was keeping her from pulling it, pulling the... So either she was biting at people or she was spitting on people, like as she's walking into the thing, and she is just a whole hot mess. It was, it was just. She was trying to convince them that she was insane, and I'm she sorry. wasn't. Okay, I'm sorry too, Siri, but don't talk to me right now. Wow, what a bitch. So she was sentenced to what? Um, she was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole, which yes. is what she does need, and. Uh, they, the families gave some comments, the family of the victim gave some comments, which we'll listen to in a second. Um, and then it was, oh, also another reason for her to be like shackled and all this stuff is because in one of her pretrial hearings, she actually attacked her attorney. Like she, like hit the guy, like elbowed the guy, the attorney, and then the deputies had to like tackle her to the ground and she's like kicking around and she's like doing some karate. Mo- I mean, it was this whole thing. So she has had a whole wow meth and her dad is, is also in prison for like sexually assaulting or raping a child. So, I mean, that she did not really have much. Mm. Uh, she didn't really have much uh, going Mm-mm. for it. But let me play you this. And she was from Wisconsin. Just, just to make it even better, everything happens in Wisconsin. That is crazy. Milwaukee. And I saw here we the go. Comments. Cowardly path that you did, and to make other people suffer because you are suffering, is pretty shitty. So that name Taylor Ship Business fits you well. 
shit, Mistress. And I'm not a praying man, but after Judge Walsh here sentenced you today, I will pray that you meet the same fate as your idolistic Jeffrey Dahmer. So have a good life, shit business. So, Mr. Business, this is your opportunity to address me if there's anything on your mind you'd like to say before I pass sentence. No, there isn't. Okay. Um, in this case, you seem to run out of superlatives when describing what happened in this case. You, you really do. The list of superlatives don't seem to measure up to what you, what you see and what you, what you hear about um, and what we heard about in the trial. Um, this crime offends human decency, it offends human dignity, and it offends the human community. It really does. When someone loses their life needlessly, it's tragic. It, it really is. Um, it's tragic for family and friends and community. Um, when life is taken by a, uh, from a person in the fashion that it was in this case, where the victim's remains are, are cut up and packaged in containers, it's difficult to identify a human nature in those activities. It, it really is. Wow. Yep. Who was the first guy that was talking? Was it was a dad? member of the family from Shad's family. Mm. I don't think it was the dad, but... Wow. Yep. So there's that one. And then... I hope he learns how to pray or he's not going to be able to get through this. Oh, he, I guess he's going to start praying. So he, better he So praying. Taylor's shit business can have the same fate. And as her hero, Jeffrey Idol. Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer. Who was also Gosh. from Wisconsin. So what's up with your cheese heads up there? <laughs> what's up with y'all cheese heads? What's up with y'all cheese heads? Um, have you, did you ever watch the documentary on Netflix, Take Care of Maya? No. I saw it. People told me about it. <coughs> Didn't watch it. So I'm not going to give away too much because we are in trial right now for this, oh. for this story. Um I'll just, I just want to touch on it just because it's in the news right now, okay? It's in I the news. This is Quickie in the news, okay? I love how you're like, we are in trial. Like, you're a part of yeah. the judge, the jury, the executioner. I am, you're always. watching it, always. Yes, I need a name. I need a name for, my for like, what my position is. Hmm. Let's think about it. Okay. So, the, it was a docu documentary about a young girl in Florida named Maya Ka Kowalski. Kowalski. Oh, I know a Kowalski. Kowalski. Part of the ski team. Um, and her battle with this de debilitating chronic illness and medical treatments that she went through that actually initially helped her. But then all of that changed when she went to another hospital and they started treating her. And then they left. Um, like they changed all the medical treatments. And then they actually ended up saying that she had been receiving another treatment from a previous doctor that her parents had encouraged her to re receive it. So they end up like blaming it on the parents. They're saying that it was a Munchausen's by, pro by, pro uh. by proxy situation. So they, but then the, the parents were like, no, this is what the first hospital told us. And then the doctors at this, this, they're suing the hospital is what they're doing right now. But they're in this $200 million malpractice lawsuit against, um, what is it? John Hopkins, all children's hospital, $200 million wow. claiming the actions of ACH, 
All Children's Hospital and DCF, the Department of Children and Family Service, something like that, caused the mom, Beata Kowalski, to take her own life because she kills herself because of all of this. She's not allowed to like talk to the daughter. She, I mean, because they think she has Munchausen. Yes. And really, it was the hospital that was screwing her up. Yes. So the the family decided they were going to take this to trial once the mom like killed herself because she was just like she couldn't. Ha- and then the the gosh the treatments that this girl went through and she it was just like she was in severe pain and they they even thought she was faking it which you never know. Yeah. They even at one point. Um, there was a toilet that was close to the bed that she was in, and they moved it farther from her to see if she could even walk over there because they thought she was faking it. Oh, my God. Yeah. The hospital. Yes, the hospital. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So <clears throat> the trial is supposed to last like six to eight weeks, but. Now I need to but watch go this. watch the show. So that's why I'm telling you this. I'm not giving you a ton of information because there's so much stuff that's ha- that happens. And there's even even the illness that she it? has. Yeah, but it came out so long like ago. This summer. I feel like it came out in June, June, May or June, because it was. Tr- it was I trending thought it was on Netflix. Oh well, they might have because I yeah. Now, a word from our sponsors. No, I just, I I can't believe I watched it in June. But I did, but I did. So, go watch it, and then once it's over, we'll come back and cover it. And even if, like, this is where you can go, and for, like, episodes like this, like, if you want us to come back to a certain topic or if you want to have a certain story or case you want us to cover in the comment section on Spotify, there is a little place right below the description of the episode in a box that says, what did you think of this episode? And you can like type in there. So on to the next one, Parva Lapierre. Have you heard about her? No. 26 year old tech executive, Parva LaPierre was found dead from blunt force trauma on the roof of her Baltimore apartment building. So this girl, she was the founder of EcoMap. It's inner in entrepreneurial ecosystem development. And she also helped co-found this AI tool when she was 20, 21 years old. Uh-oh. She attended John. Hop- Everything's John Hopkins. John's Hopkins. What? Anyway, she attended that university. She grew this company of 30 employees, and it was nearly, it was like over $8 million in financing in that year. Her father described her as a workaholic and her accomplishments. She earned like the top, the Forbes 30, under 30, mm-hmm. um, like most influential social impact person. And she just was like super, I mean, smart, obviously, and very driven. And why what happened this just happened this past week so she was all of a sudden out of nowhere found dead from blunt force trauma on the rooftop of this apartment and it was like a nice apartment complex it was in this like upcoming area um the man suspected of killing her was 
Jason Dean Billingsley. Okay. So if you have heard in the news lately, there's been a manhunt for this guy. And he was being tracked by investigators for they thought he was responsible for this crime that had happened a week before this. Okay. So the crime that happened a week before this was for a knife point rape. So he raped somebody at knife point, arson, and attempted murder. So police believe that the vic- those victims were targeted by the suspect, and he went to that location specifically for criminal reasons. It was released today okay. that Billingsley, this guy, posed to be a maintenance man, and he tied up both of these victims in the basement bedroom where he raped the young woman, a mom, at knife point while her partner watched, mm. being powerless to intervene, and then he doused the room with gasoline and set it on fire. So he did this. Three days later, he kills this other girl, this Parva. Pava. Parva. Uh It's a dog disease. Um, (laughs) So basically, he committed four felonies in three days. So then they're, when they find the girl, they're like, okay, they're on this. And this is all happening within just a couple of weeks. So then who is this guy? Where did he come from? Well, turns out he was just released from prison in October 2022 after serving, guess how many years of his 30-year sentence that he served? Three. Seven. Why'd he get out? Good behavior. Oh. Or some shit. Good behavior. He was sentenced to a, it was for sexual assault, rape, like that's what he was in for, and it was brutal, and he had multiple, multiple priors. So he earned a good behavior, blah, blah, blah. And they finally catch him. He's arrested. He's caught. They're going to ho- hopefully get him in, the, in there for life because he clearly is very dangerous. And the people who he tied up and he raped and they set their house on fire, they escaped and they went to the hospital and they're both alive and well. And they were just random? Why did he target? I don't know. We All we know is that they were the ones that were targeted, but the other girl was the random one. And that he tried did to he rape her get too? in. We don't know. Okay. All we know is that blunt force trauma and maybe like some of her clothes were off. So you can only assume that he did. But she, I think, let for some reason, let him through the door. And then I guess he either went up the elevator with her or fall or whatever. I'm assuming he had to go with her up the elevator and just maybe was pretending to whatever. They he's have to have he's footage of they this. did. They have they okay. had surveillance footage of him going there and then 40 minutes later leaving. Mm. But then it was like I think he he had her her, her bo- she lived on the top floor but her body was found on the roof. Two totally different crimes. He just wanted to kill in yes. whatever way. And she possible. he was he is 6'4" 300 pounds. Damn. But he's like a big, he looked like he wasn't a big, like fat guy. He was just like a big, like football yeah. player guy. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't there a football player named Andrew Billings? What's this know. guy's name? Jason Dean Billingsley. Oh, okay. I thought you said Andrew. Yeah. Wow. He just, wow. And his mom was like, get him in jail. He don't need to be out there. Oh, his mama said it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Look him up. Then we have, this one's super quick. This is the American Airlines flight attendant because it was just like, this is just a very small amount of information. But a 66-year-old American Airlines flight attendant was found dead in a Marriott hotel at Philadelphia Airport with a sock in her mouth. What is 
that means she ratted on something. Like she whistle blew or she told on something, and so that was a way to no say, sign shut of, up. No sign of forced entry or struggle. Investigators believe she suffered a sudden death. The woman has been scheduled to, she had been scheduled to check out of her room, and she missed checking out by two days. Housekeeping finally goes up there. I guess they weren't in need of cleaning oh. that room any sooner. Uh, housekeeping found her. Uh, the death is being investigated as suspicious. Um, no cause of death determined yet. She was Los Angeles based and had been a flight attendant for 25 years. Damn. Check the pilots. They're always having an affair with the pilots. Okay, so you your theory is what? That he was, she was having an affair with the pilot and she was going to tell the pilot's wife. A pilot. And the pilot did it? Or were they like or screwing? Or she was and having an affair with. And um, he stuck the sock in her mouth. Because that's a way to say. Like gagged her. Yeah. One, so she wouldn't scream. So the people yeah. next door wouldn't hear. But they could have been having rough sex. And that was kind of their kink was something. But like, sock. did he strangle her? That's I don't know. That's sexy a sock. Well, he could, what if it was a ball gag, like a baldo gag or whatever, like a ball? Like but it a, wasn't. It was a sock. Well, maybe it was a sock over the gag. I don't know. But I think, it, you know, like, a, I guess if I you. I don't know what you're talking about, but it was a sock. Do you think it was you're a. Crum- changing the storyline. No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, I'm trying to visualize it. Was it a crumpled up sock smashed in her mouth or was it tied around her mouth? Like that. You know what I mean? Are you going to tie? How do you tie? I'm about a sock to put a sock around my mouth and show you. <laughs> like a long sock that you just use as like a bandana or something, but you just tie it around her hat. No? No. So it was stuffed in you her just, mouth. Remember when I told you a couple episodes ago you just got in the FBI? Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. got fired. Okay, I gotta, I'm going to get rehired <laughs> because now we're going to talk about Susan Morphew. Yes, I've been waiting on that one. Okay, so. This is this is three years ago that this happened, and you can help me with this. But I, remains were found finally. They've this happened in May of 2020 on Mother's Day. <sighs> she basically went on a bike ride and was never seen again. Okay, that's all we know. The they searched, they looked, they arrested the husband. They they thought it was him. There was all the suspicious stuff. Everybody has their own thoughts and opinions in this. So I want to hear what y'all think and what you think. So. Her remains were finally found in a search that was had nothing to do with her case. Uh. They just stumbled across. Like, I heard that some people, or that it was, like, down in a hidden area and you, that you wouldn't be able to see. I, I, don't, I don't know. But Saguache County, Colorado? Was her bike near her? <laughs> just remains. All we know is remains. They were possibly identified as Susan Morphew. Um, and her, oh, well, was her bike already found? I don't know. Okay. Well, cause what I have is that after leaving her home for the back ride and her bicycle was found down a steep ravine off of some County road off of some highway. Totally. F- probably sounds like it's in a totally different location from that. Yeah. So I believe I, I think her bike was found originally, okay. and then yeah. So yeah, like I said, the so husband ha- was charged with murder during the investigation. Friends told the detectives that Susan and Barry had been arguing about finances, and that she had a boyfriend. And then investigators like discover that um, 
documents from like the iCloud account as part of the evidence. And there was notes about a wedding ring and that Barry had took it and melted it at some point. I don't know. She sent, um, she had sent him a text saying she wanted out of the relationship. I believe him as in her husband, not, not her boyfriend. Yeah. And that earlier this year, okay, so he was, he was indicted. He was charged and then he was released and let go and charges were dropped not is it not withholding prejudice basically meaning your charges are dropped but you we can still bring charges Mm -hmm, against you mm -hmm. so that's what that means he then earlier this year filed a lawsuit for 15 million dollars saying that he was wrongfully charged in his wife's disappearance and presumed to death the location and like the state of the remains have not been released like, Gosh, but I mean, yeah. I know we know where, like, the county it was in, but his daughters have stood by him ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many red flags. There's, wh- what do you know about a hotel room? I don't know anything about the story. I just know the okay. name. Okay, so, like, there's, like, these are little just tidbits. And this is another case that we can come and, and cover the we case. Should. I just needed to tell you a little bit that they did find the body. But there was stuff about there was stuff about a chlorine-smelled ro- hotel room and a cleanup and papers left behind, including insurance policies, stories that he told his coworker that didn't match up, pings on his cell phone that looked like he was. I re- I remember this part where they had pinged all around his house, and they're like, "Why are you pinging? Like you're running?" He's like, "Oh, I was chasing a squirrel." He put it on his dog or something. Why? Yeah. He attached it to his dog. <laughs> And then he said, uh, yeah, that's that's all I've really. Li- but I do know that I remember that they were saying like, oh, it was if it was May. I guess they hadn't found the body by the time it was winter. And so then the snow was covering up where they thought the body might be. So then they're going to have to wait for the snow to melt. But then they still didn't find her, still didn't find her. How all of a sudden they just find her, what, like, I don't, I'm just, I'm curious, like, what state she was in, like, Uh because you would think you would be, like, all, if it's, you've been in that, in the outdoors for three years, would you not, like, be eaten? bones. How do people just find, I don't know, I guess, yeah. It's probably just bones. Somebody came across the skull. Wonder if she has fingernails can find DNA. And he did have scratches on his arm. What um, do you think? If you don't have flesh, you don't have nails to attach to your flesh. Unless her body was kept somewhere else and moved there. That I would be know. crazy. But yeah, that's a co- that's a story we need to cover. I need to listen to And he to a never husband never even went and looked for her. Like the brother he did. did. It. He did it. Yeah, he never even looked tried to go look searching for her. What was her name? Susan? Suzanne. Suzanne. It's like Susan Powell. Oh, and yeah, that's... Are there three Susan Powells who have... Who murdered? Been killed. Because one of them is the one who her husband... Blew up the house. Blew up the house. Then there's the Mormon ones, right? Are those the same ones? Mm-mm. Oh. One no. of them went missing and had the weird conversations with the dad, and like yeah. the dad was weird. And then this other girl, this young girl who just had stabbed her mom 
in that murder case. Well, well, well. I think they're all named Susan Powell. Change your name if your name is Susan Powell. Um, oh, Susan Cox Powell is one of them. The other one, I don't know. But I also, there's, have you heard about the Karen Reed situation? The Karen Reed case? Mm-mm. Okay, this is a wild one, and this is another. These are all little, but this is in the news right now, okay? okay. I'm going to go real fast, and it's going to be confusing. She's charged with murdering her boyfriend, John O'Keefe. There was a blizzard outside, and they were saying that she was wasted, she was blackout, and she drove her, she ran into him back, oh. like, in reverse, and yeah. ran over him. Uh-huh. And then that she, and it was snowy, ran over him, he's he's left in the snow, and then, like, he dies. He was a cop or something. Yes, yeah, he was okay. a cop. And the next morning, she's at home, and she has, like, a little um, busted taillight, but she doesn't know why because she doesn't she remember anything because she was drunk. And so the next morning, they pu- you hear there's a police report, and they come to the crime scene, and they're like, well, there's blunt force trauma, but he was also buried under the snow, And there were suggestions of, like, some odd Google searches. But there was also a house party that was going on. And it's all crazy. So it's it's seeming like um, that she did not kill him and that they framed her. That's what that's what it's leading to. Like there's it's like onion, a layer of the onion. So it's like for some reason, yes, this there was a house party with all these officers then for some reason they wanted to frame her to kill him i don't know what the intricates are because i think they did they have a trial and their retrial or something like that but it's it's going on in the news there's so much to it i will have to do with the case i did want to do it before but then it wasn't final so i gosh i had to refrain from it but it's all over the place and it's it's like a lot of a lot of other things are coming out because his injuries don't match being just from being hit by the car like she didn't run him over i don't think she just hit him but they're thinking the friends killed him after she left Mm -hmm. like he Mm -hmm. was still alive and then they killed him and then they said it was her but i don't know why they wanted to kill him and, and he's it's gonna officers. Say a bunch of cops. Yes, yes, and it's a bunch of cops. I so would. then, we know about those shady cops. Wow, well, all the stuff in the news. All the stuff in the news. Good stuff. That's what we got. So you're welcome. Y'all keep sending us articles and tagging us, and all we're getting some tags like on the page, like with good articles or good stories. So thank y'all for that. I think. We made them feel bad last week when we were like, thanks for nothing. Oh, good. Uh, Now they start tagging us, so thanks. I love it. (laughs) Okay, we will see y'all next Tuesday for some new news or some updates on some old news. And that is it. Don't forget to stay aware, stay alive, and always be DTF. We will see y'all Thursday. We appreciate you. Bye. Bye. Hola, yo soy Jackie. Y yo soy Jessica. Y esto es Zona del Crimen. Un podcast donde hablaremos sobre casos de crímenes reales y eventos impactantes que han quedado marcados a través del tiempo. 
Recuerden que nos pueden seguir en Facebook, Instagram o donde escuches tus podcasts favoritos. Hey, I'm Blair. And I'm Brittany. And we're the host of By the, the Cover, Cover Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> We cover everything from mysteries, thrillers, romance, chiclet, and even some smut. Don't forget the smut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited to get this thing going and share this with you guys. We've been talking about this for months and it's finally, finally happening. Yes. Special shout out to Rogue Media for helping us with this. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at by the cover underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and TikTok. So don't forget to give us a follow on those two also. And we are so excited to dive into some of our favorite books and share those with you. We can't wait. Hope you love it. Hi, and welcome to Bustles and Bangers with your hostess, Rachel and Christopher. I love it when you say my name. And you didn't say hi. I didn't. You, you just kept going. I'm going to introduce the book. I'm <laughs> not reading it It's because I don't like reading. Girls like cowboy butts, you know, and those jeans don't hide anything. Mm. Find us on Instagram at Bustles and Bangers or on RogueMediaNetwork.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.